morning. Welcome to the show. Chris Denman live in St. Louis at Midcoast Studios. We are live. Happy to be here on a Thursday. We got free comedy tonight at Southtown Pub. We'll tell you about that in a little bit. First, let's say hello to the great Travis Terrell in Brooklyn, New York. Good morning, Travis. Hello, humanoids. We all make choices. Chris Gardner, he's the stream queen. He's the executive producer, and he's upset with Travis's hello. I just, I was thrown back. I can't even talk. Hmm. I was thrown off by Makes his sense. Uh, greeting this morning. I get it. So I will say good morning to you, gentleman, in St. Louis, to another gentleman in Brooklyn, and good morning to my nuts. Of wall, there it is. Oh yeah! Wow. Oh, yeah. Spirited yeah. as usual. Lots to get to today. Do we have a Travu? Uh, we do not. We do not. No Travu today, but we'll do some target practice with Tom Brown and Tommy Mosslander. Uh, we'll have. Uh, it's weird calling him Tommy Mosslander. It's on the rundown like yeah, that. I just just Tommy the intern. I'll I'll just read whatever's in front of me. Mm -hmm. uh, so I'm, I'm going to edit everything to say that. So Tommy will come by. Tom will come by. Tom's promoting a show, I believe, this Saturday. Uh, we're doing the Kennedys uh, as the 50th anniversary of Chappaquiddick. Yes. And uh, Tommy's mm. infatuated with that. He certainly is. So uh, the intern has spoke. We shall uh, oblige. Travis, how are you in Brooklyn today? We had flash flooding in St. Louis yesterday. Were you, were you keeping a vigilant eye on your favorite city, St. Louis? Um, generally this time of year, St. Louis is underwater, so I don't care, hmm. um, because it was raining here in New York. Oh. Uh, and since it was, uh, since it's New York and it's, um, it's raining, it's more important than what's going on than any other city in America. Yeah. So I, I think it's too bad the, uh... for your rain. I don't care, but we rain. It rained here in New York, so obviously that's the most important story in America right now. Yeah, you get a half inch in New York, and it leads the national nightly news. I believe that's yep. how that normally yep. works. The streets are awash with rat <laughs> shit. <laughs> I tell you what, ooh, they were out in full force last night, my friend. When it rains in uh, New York, and I was in Manhattan, uh, when it rains. Uh, I had to ask one of my uh, fellows who lives in New York, uh, what's the deal? What happens uh, with the river when it rains? And it's like, oh, don't worry about the river. It's the sewers you have to question. <laughs> what happens and, there? Oh, boy. Well, you know, uh, rats don't care for the water, so they're coming up for air, and um, they can uh, only go one place. So just take a wild guess as to where they would go. Mm the streets mm -hmm. and they don't care for um they ain't got time to care for your feet they ain't got time to care for your walking they don't care they try not to drown so uh the rats are doing their own thing when it rains here you ever seen anyone step on a rat i have not seen anyone ever do that but that is sort of my greatest fear yeah um i i don't know why just something about smashed rat that just mm -hmm. absolutely just gives me the, the tingle down my spine. Stranger Yuck. Things' yeah. third season tackled that a little bit. Oh, really? A little bit. Kind of. When I was in Chicago... Even more grotesque, actually. Last September, I was smoking outside our hotel. And it wasn't a rat, but there was a mouse that I was watching, like, running around the alley. And it, it, mm -hmm. the area we were in was 
a lot of pedestrian traffic, as you would imagine, being in a city like Chicago, but in our place in particular. And I saw it happening, and I couldn't say, you know, you know, when you want to say something like "watch out" or whatever. Right. I couldn't because I was inhaling at the time. Mm, right, but I right. watched a guy do a quick turn and walk, and that foot just landed right on the mouse. And I just, I had to turn. Five old like, oh, will not be going west. Didn't even see it. Oh. And it's like, ah, oh, I was just watching the mouse run around too. That's how I was passing the time, and I'm like, ah. Oh. This has been and you were too busy terrible smoke break. Smoking a cigarette well, to save a, to save another life. I was inhaling. If I would, I of course, would, of course. As I was inhaling, I'm not going to get words out anyway, so it's too late. And even if I try, then nothing comes out still, and I end up swallowing the smoke and then end up mm. coughing a lot because mm-hmm. that hurts. Yeah. And so nothing gets like it. It just gets worse that way. Oh, that's terrible. I'm sorry to hear that. But I Rest just in peace, watching mouse. a guy. Foot. Yeah. Ugh. Did he know he did it? Uh, yeah. Okay. He has, he Was got, there a squeak? He slipped a little. Oh. <laughs> slipped a little. <laughs> huh. Yeah. All right. Got well, it square. Good start to the show. <laughs> Since then, have you stepped on or been uh, party to stepping on any living creatures? Uh, like a cockroach or something oh. like that. Okay. Yeah. How's the roach situation in your apartment, Travis? Everything clean? I haven't seen one knock on wood. Um, yeah, like they're older buildings, um, yeah. but they're, they're frequently fumigated, if you will. There are people who go to the apartment complexes and take care of it, but and they do it earlier in the summer. They've done it, I think they did it about a month ago. And so, yeah, they know when it gets warm and they know the critters and the creatures usually get very active this time of year, especially with the humidity, with the rain, with the with the heat and so um yeah i personally have not seen any knock again knock on wood but um the the rat thing is uh Mm -hmm. is just a phenomenon here like i I know i've talked about it a few times on the show but it is um oh my those things are many cats i don't know how i don't know when they should i don't again like i said before they're going to take over it's just a matter of how they're feeling one day Hmm. Have you seen a white rat? Man. Whitey Herzog? I've not seen no. him in parts of Brooklyn or Never mind. Brooklyn. Oh, we just talking about a yeah, just okay. a white rat. Did you have a celebrity sighting yesterday? I did. I went to this event. Uh, this is the really cool thing about New York. You can go to Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, or just open up the internet, and you'll see certain things go on. And if you're within, you know, 15, 20, 30 minutes of that activity, you can just show up and something really cool is happening. And yesterday, Gina Torres is making the rounds. She, of course, is actress, former uh, ex-wife of Lawrence Fishburne, the beautiful Gina Torres. Uh, You've seen her in Firefly. You've seen her in a bunch of projects that she's been acting for. Suits, of course, as Jessica Pearson. And her show is being spun off from Suits, which is completing their final season this year. And she is going to continue her role as Jessica Pearson. She's been disbarred in New York, so she moves to Chicago, where she becomes a fixer for the Chicago mayor. And this is a character she conceived while she, of course, uh, was on Suits. 
uh, a moment came in her contract where she was ready to leave because she wanted to spend more time with her family. So she wanted to actually be in a city where she can still continue to work and still be a mother. And so this opportunity allowed that for her to happen. So she left suit. She's starting this new series, which premiered last night on USA Network. And uh, she was doing interviews. And there's a studio in downtown Manhattan where uh, basically just whatever celebrities are. It's basically if Midcoast Media was in downtown Manhattan. Um, celebrities come by, they pitch the projects or whatever project that they have going on. So you bring in a live studio audience and it's just people who are just who have 30 minutes in their day or an hour in their day that can just sit in the audience and listen to these interviews. And that's what she did yesterday. And I decided, hey, I got some time in between some meetings. I want to pop in here and uh, sure enough, and got a chance to watch her talk live. And it was a really cool experience. She is a fascinating woman, beautiful woman. Um, she has Hollywood looks. You know, when you see someone, you're just like, oh yeah, you are an actress. Um, that's how just stunning she is. She's just one of those people out. that when you see her, just stand out. You just yeah. know, like when you see her, like you're either a movie star or running for president. You're someone of importance. And she just has that look and vibe about her. But it was really cool. It was a really neat setup just to be able to just walk into a building in Manhattan and see celebrities do interviews about their upcoming projects. I thought we had our own little gawker stalker with you all of a sudden. And I was like, oh, this is fun. No, there are parts of New York and obviously Manhattan that you can walk through and you'll probably bump into a De Niro or a Jay-Z every time again. But yeah, I've kind of, if you've ever walked down some of those streets, especially something like Fifth Avenue, you feel the richness, you feel the wealth. So you're not like a person like me is not excited to necessarily walk up and down those streets because I know at some point I'm probably going to be shot. So I just, I, I stand back from a distance and pick my spots. I was reading about her new show, and I didn't mm -hmm. realize uh, who's a who's a big uh, D Bear is a big fan of Suits. Derek Dockett. Yes, and he uh, and they're going into their final season right now. So mm -hmm. whenever I see something Suits related, I think of him immediately. And I'm I'm looking at it, and I didn't realize that they were gonna like kill off her character at one point. That was the idea. So the spinoff would have never happened if that that occurred. Number one. Number two, I did not realize that the wonderful Dulé Hill is now on Suits. Of course. I mean, he is just mm. a delight. I love that guy. And I love Dulé Hill. It makes sense that USA would invest in someone like him after he was on the just outrageously successful show on USA Psych, one of the best things they've ever done. One of the best things television's ever done, really. One thing about USA Network and um, and and Tina Torres kind of says uh, they're now moving towards not necessarily darker material, but they are raising the stakes on some of their shows, like shows like Psych, uh, Royal Pains. You know, those kind of shows were just um, lofty, pie in the sky, very positive, yeah. you know, family oriented type of programming. And with Pearson and with the spinoff from Suits. Uh, the character and some of the storylines are taking a bit of a deeper, darker, heavier turn. Well, she's going and to be a so, fixer in Chicago. Exactly. And, and she wait, talked about that. Yeah, and I, I saw another interview with her where she said part of her character was inspired by uh, Kellyanne Conway. Mm. So you have that she, going she spoke about that. She did. She spoke about that in the interview. She, she did. She spoke about how, um, again, this was a character that she really owned – 
Um, and it was her brainchild. This spinoff was her brainchild to Gardner's mm -hmm. point. They did want to get rid of the character. And she said, there's so much more to this character that people need to know. And she, of course, was a huge hit on Suits. Uh, she, with all due respect, carried that show for about a good four or five, six seasons, uh, especially when it came to the acting. She was the actor on that show. And so well, to see Meghan her Martin. take this brainchild, she was beautiful. Okay. And she, she didn't get, they, I mean, she was, a, she was a pretty good actress, but uh, Gina Torres is, man, if you just, it just IMDB her, if you haven't, for those who don't follow her, follow some of the projects she's been a part of. She's, um, and she's been acting since she was like 1920. And, and we're not talking just Broadway, we're talking action. So for a black woman, black Latina woman to uh, now have a show on USA and, uh, it was kind of cool to watch. And again, she's an incredibly stunning woman. Not a bad way to spend a day. But, then pe but, but people saw me about, I mean, I mean, people don't like go, oh my God, is that Travis Terrell? Okay. But I think a kid waved at me um, because I had uh, uh, some Sesame Street paraphernalia on. So, that, you know, that kind of oh. counts, right? I guess. Paraphernalia. Guys? No. Mm. Is Chicago the best city where you would fix things? Is that the best city for corruption? Well, politically speaking. That's what I'm saying. I mean, my goodness. It's, I mean, that's a, that's a legacy there. I mean, the dailies. Uh, yeah, I would think so. Yeah, I agree. I think I'm, like I'm you're talking about. another one. I mean, think about we already, we, we've discussed the governors before. Um, and the Daly family, yeah. and we know the ties uh, with mafia and politicians in Chicago. I think one thing I think that makes Chicago so much different than any other city that's dealt with corruption is how brazen uh, Chicago is when it comes to their corruption. Like it's almost expected, and it doesn't really matter what party. Um, it isn't a one party or the other kind of thing. This is actually a this is probably one of the rare times where you can actually say both sides when it comes to Chicago. Mm -hmm. uh, so when it comes to corruption, absolutely. If you're going to be a fixer or a closer, um, Chicago probably would be my city because it seems like power is always for the taking. And so <laughs> to have a fixer, I guess, is probably the best way to go about it, yeah, obtaining that power. It's a good pick. I do agree. That's a good pick. For Chicago, yeah. Do you yeah. think? Do you think? Do you think you could be a fixer? Do you think you have the skills to be a fixer? I don't think I could. Gardner could set the problems in place that the fixer would then need to fix. Yeah. As in, you would cause the trouble. <laughs> you mm -hmm. would begin the flame that would engulf a forest. But yeah, I don't. I don't think Gardner. I don't want. I, I don't want don't, Gardner solving. I don't things. know what I would have. To, how I would lie to myself. Hmm. I mean, I can lie to myself and have done so in the past to get through something. But if it's that constantly, ooh, that's a, that's a mental toll that I don't know I'm willing to take on. I'd rather just, you know, stay in the sewer. Oh, of course. Yeah. Until it rains and then you run over Travis. Then the rats come up. Yeah. Toes. Then and... I'll come up for air. Yeah. Uh, so we've got rat talk, celebrity talk. Mm -hmm. Chicago's the best place to be part of uh of an issue that uh is a little 
nefarious. It's a political machine. Yeah. It's a political machine, as they said. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. So, Travis, it, so no autographs were signed by you whenever you went to the, uh, when you were out and about and you were being noticed? i just making sure. Oh, I it's didn't frozen. know he was frozen. That's good. I thought he was, he was uh, just being very introspective. He was trying to think about it. Yeah, it looked very, it still looks very thoughtful. Um, like, hmm. Oh, there he is. We were just discussing your autograph giving abilities, Travis. Did you give any yesterday? Uh, Chris, you know those type of requests have to go through my management team. Um, I don't sign in public. Um, generally, there's a fee, there's a rate. I'll show up to your Comic Con, I may show up to your school. Uh, but I don't sign autographs on the street, Chris. That's my time. Who do we email um, for that? Yeah, who's your guy or lady? Uh, uh, hello, Disco. Call WME and just be like, yo, can we get an autograph from one of your clients, Travis Terrell, and they'll put you in touch with the right people. Makes sense. Travis Terrell. I don't want to give out my management information just like that. I'll um, just give away my personal email. Unless you're planning on hiring me. Mm-hmm. Um, Chris, nobody emailed. You don't have... Uh, no one really loves you outside of JPD, your father. I talked to him several times. He doesn't care about you. Hmm. So what what makes you think it matters that I give you a personal email over the internet? Has anyone randomly emailed you? Has oh, anyone you creepy or weird talked to you outside out. of your... Yeah, okay. People You're not that me. big of a deal. That's all I'm saying. People send me this uh, these fake news emails about some black woman becoming 007. Yeah, I see... You see the crazy stuff that gets sent to me? Like, that would ever happen. <laughs> I can't believe that. Oh, my gosh. Oh, just the falsities that are sent my way. I mean, it's a classic. Uh, you know, European wipe. Oh, dear God, it's real. Lashana Lynch will play 007 in the new James Bond movie. Boy, do people like to get upset about weird things. Yeah. <laughs> this will be fun. Are people as upset as, uh, as we'd lead them to no. believe? No, I think... With Little Mermaid and now 007, I don't think anybody, I think like in the people who do care, they're either from a Russian or a Chinese troll farm, or they're just people who have their mothers. I, I, I think for the most part, though, people don't give a damn or shouldn't give a damn. I think this is a really cool, this is a very, very smart play by the producers of James Bond. Uh, because she's not playing Bond. She's taking on the position of 007. Mm-hmm. And so it still adds, you know, new layers to the character, to the agency. Um, it grows the story with you still being able to have your James Bond. Um, I don't know whether or not um, Daniel Craig will, I, I don't think he's going to do anything past this film, at least for James Bond. But it sounds like, according to that, that they're transitioning him out this movie. And I think if this is the way that they're going to go, this is a very smart play. And um, it sets it up very nicely for whoever takes over the James Bond role. And I think it satisfies everyone who follows the character in the story that, you know, you want to see something like a woman. You want to see people of color in this world. And I, it feels like the studio and the producers are finally getting there and I, I, I give credit to the folks over at Jane. They've absolutely done a brilliant job of the last four or five films, evolving a character 
in a world that is evolving. The last few James Bonds have been actually very entertaining and very smart. And I think this is a very entertaining, smart play by the folks at James I'm, Bond. I'm holding back my outrage and waiting for the movie to occur. So in hopes <laughs> that she will seduce men and then I can yell at people for, you know, for her having that type of stereotype for, you know, bond seduced women. And that became an issue the way he did it. Now I want to, I want to turn it around and turn it on the women. Now are you seducing men like that? You think that's cool? So I'm saving my outrage for that. I think, like I said, I think uh, it's a comment that got controversy earlier this year, but um, I think to Jordan Peele's point, um, I think we've kind of seen these stories before and with all due respect to Daniel Craig, uh, who's been a phenomenal James Bond, some would even argue the best one ever. Um, I think people just want to see different types of stories told from different perspectives. And I don't, I don't like I said, I don't think there's a ton of blowback for 007 or even for Little Mermaid, but I don't understand the resistance to change in many of these stories. Now, before everyone says, you know, what about creating original stories for these characters? Well, those original stories do exist. I asked the audience, do you guys go out and see those original plays tv shows films that aren't part of a franchise sure not a lot of people do. i don't know i don't know i, 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 don't, probably I, I, I think i think no i i just i don't know if that's i don't know if, if people always ask like we saw your boy andrew yang talk about how he's depressed by the remakes from disney and i was like they literally released two original films over the last two years and each of them made almost a billion dollars each so I'm just curious. People complain about original stories. Well, are you going out supporting original stories? I think it's easier to hide if I compare the two. two uh, I don't want to say franchises. That's not right. If I compare Little Mermaid and The Bond, um, it's easier to feign outrage over the Little Mermaid one because you can hide behind kids with that. You can that, True. That's, that's a thing that you're able to do if you're going to kind of have that faux outrage. Oh, well, it's going to impact my kids. I think that's just such a minority of people who would actually truly have, care. Uh, that, that oh, would yeah. I mean, that's over. the case, yeah. but that's not what I'm talking about. I'm yeah. talking specifically those that would. In that would. case, got yeah, it. Right. I'm, narrow, so, I'm narrowing it down. So Lashana was in Captain Marvel, I was, and I was, I was like, I don't know what she's been in, but uh, she's got a, a, an IMDb that's a fairly long bunch of write-ups about her and uh and and who she is what she's going to be so this will obviously blow her up she's a british actress um so i I think she's got a lot to she's got a high ceiling what i think i i I think like i said i think um just from a storytelling standpoint and even for you guys who are in the audience like I, i i i think you would want different types of characters to drive a narrative. And I don't, it's very weird to me that even when we see people come up with their casting ideas, like you have to tell a story. And I feel like you wanna have interesting people to tell that narrative. So I I never understood the resistance to bringing in different types of characters with different looks, because I'm, I'm tired of seeing the same old character in a suit with a gun going after a bad guy with a scar across his face. Like, can we switch it up? Can we do something different? Can we talk about the exotic world of James Bond and the different types of people that are in that world? And I'm glad the producers and writers are finally doing that. I think it's going to make the series more interesting and it's going to draw in new fans. Uh, Black Sheep. 
smart play, like the remakes of Ghostbusters and Oceans, yeah, those killed it in the reviews and box office. <laughs> to be fair, I really don't care. Just trying to piss off Travis, he says. The Oceans, I think, yeah, I was, I had no problem with those reboots. I think Ocean, those wasn't reboots Oceans just... arguably bad and then it had a high score on Rotten Tomatoes? I didn't see it, so I'm not speaking to it. I, uh, I just heard a few people that were being objective, just saying, yeah, it just wasn't that good. And then I heard Ghostbusters was funny, and then a lot of people are still complaining right. about it. So I, it's, it's strange I, that people, I don't know. I, I don't, like a continuous, it's all fiction, and it's their money. Shut up. If they want to do it, <laughs> let them do it. Who cares? Or better yet, and, and look, I think this is kind of what spurred me to become a screenwriter, if you think you can do it differently, if you think you can tell a better original story, then go do it. Um, it look, I thought the Oceans film was, uh, I, I, I didn't like it only because it was such a superior cast and it didn't meet my expectations. Yeah, you know, that's when what, you have the consensus. Standard, right, a cast that, of that caliber, it, you have a certain level of expectations. Like if you put De Niro and Pacino and Denzel and Tom Hanks into one movie, you expect that to be one dope-ass, badass film. And when it doesn't reach that level of their those kind of actors, it's disappointing. Ghostbusters, it was funny, but I think people revere Ghostbusters like it's Hamlet or some type of Shakespearean play. Like People treat Ghostbusters like the greatest sitcom or, excuse me, comedy of all time. And mind you, Ghostbusters was funny, but... I don't know. I have I'll, no problem when, yeah, I don't know. I I'll thought just, it was fine. I'll say this I, too. I guess people just had different expectations. As as people as uh, as people that were I don't know five six seven and the movie had been out and then we got obsessed with the right. cartoon and the toys and then Ghostbusters takes on this thing. Dana Gould, do you know who that is? He wrote for The Simpsons. Mm -hmm. He's been on Seinfeld. Uh, Stand up comedian for years. Yeah, amazing writer too, and uh, an actor and all that good stuff. He was. He was saying he was watching Stranger Things and he was like, I'm really bad at watching Stranger Things with my kids because the kids are like, yeah, Ghostbusters. And he's like, nobody gave a shit about kids were not running around in Ghostbuster outfits right when it came out. So that's another thing, too, that we kind of also things tend to, to take on lives of their own. I mean, look at The Office. Yes. Now there's three new generations of people that are obsessed with The Office because of Netflix. I mean, granted, it, I was obsessed with it. We were obsessed with it when it was live, but it takes on a whole new meaning once other generations, people, etc., kind of get a hold of it, and then you have um, maybe a revised history of timelines with people's obsessions with pop culture. You're you're dead on, Chris. You're exactly right. People over romanticize. Will you clip that off? He's I never think. ever said that. Please clip that. I'd like that. Uh, 3905. Uh, 3905. Write that down, Tommy. Uh, the great Tommy, uh, the intern, is here also. I'll do a live read in a second. We'll bring him in. But, uh, yeah, so, sorry. You were saying how dead on and correct I was. I think you're right. Uh, people do over-romanticize uh, the past in certain moments. And I get why, because the now, the present, sucks ass. It's awful right now. So you want to think about the good old days. That's, I mean, credit to Trump in that regard. He knows people love the old days where they can just walk up and down the street and Clip that off. they don't have to worry about black and brown people, you know, breathing. 
and you know living their normal lives um, to that no, point you, so we don't forget it tom brown who's coming in next hour he's blessed us with a funny comment in the uh, stream he said in today's world uh it makes way more sense to have a person of color uh if if 007's on a uh, on a mission and they're going to be like hey why is this white guy chugging martinis in isis headquarters <laughs> <laughs> Pretty dead on. But uh, but no, yeah, I think I mean, and look, there are moments in our childhood and growing up that we all remember very fondly, and that we kind of wish we can go back to. Look, we remember the days of not having a ton of responsibilities and biking across the neighborhood, and we're two, three, four, five miles from the house that have, you know, Kids just do being that stupid still? and free. Keep talking. You know, one the cool <laughs> yeah, thing Gardner, I love right Gardner now. Gardner can about, feel the wind going through his hair right keep now. Keep talking, Travis. Oh, man. Uh, there. No, oh, I'll be honest this. with Did you, Chris. Did you guys have cool I, bikes? Well, here's the thing, Chris. That's the thing. Like, I look, I, you and I grew up in that era where you could, and even when I lived in St. Louis and grew up in St. Louis, yes, we could drive, excuse me, ride our bikes around neighborhoods three, four, five miles. No one would have, bother us. The police wouldn't bother us. We would just, oh. You had a dyno? Huh? You had a dyno? Oh, I did. I had a VFR. I had a dyno. I had a VFR, yeah. My, buddy, my buddy's literally tracking down the VFR. He got for Christmas. We both got him for Christmas in 1995. He found it in Arkansas. What? The actual VFR he had. Shout out to Adam. He's literally, he's found it because he, he knew it got sold buy it? to someone. And it, Is he going to go to Arkansas and get it? Yeah, he's going to do it. Is he going to write it back? That's he should. Awesome. He should. Doing wheelies the whole way. To. I had a number plate also, like you would have on a dirt bike. Yep. Oh, yeah. Yeah. With the uh, Woody the Woodpecker mad. Probably had a cigar in his mouth or something. Oh, uh -huh, yeah. Uh -huh, uh -huh. I, I might still have that. My my bright yellow, neon yellow VFR with the uh, custom racing seat uh, stolen uh, from uh, my house. So somebody got... Uh, well, that's what you get for living in such a very dangerous community of Farmington. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I wanted to chase him down on my horse. Wouldn't that be some weird justice? To get your bike back? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> How'd you, you catch ain't Nas Horseback? X. You can't do that. What? Yeah, mm. little Nas X. No, man, those were the days we would literally, we would ride our bike. This is so funny. We would ride our bikes to the pet store. We'd go in, have no money to buy anything, do a lap through the pet store, go over to Casey's General Store, probably buy a soda and a candy bar, and then ride back. I do, however, remember, and I think I've brought this up before, being chased many times, not just once, like probably 10 times by would-be abductors, but... It felt like that at the time. Looking back on it, probably shithead like 17-year-olds mm -hmm. messing with kids. But more than one occasion doing the things they do in the movies where a car is chasing them and you duck into alleys and all that stuff. And oh, yeah. We weren't, we weren't, uh, we didn't just make that up. That's, that was a really weird thing. Like I, really shitty cars chasing children in the middle of the daylight in the summer. I feel like you like, have something press that you're trying to share because I feel like, I mean, you grew up Catholic. And so, you was it just bitch. strangers in cars, or was it that you were pre-mass, and then, you know, you were being chased, but not by somebody on a bike, but someone in a robe? Um, do you really want to talk about it? you want to open up about that right now, Chris? If that had happened, JPD would have uh, torched the entire archdiocese i believe you that's i not, absolutely believe you that's, that would have been, there would have been no question you. there would have been people locked inside the church and that bitch would have burned <laughs> look i know 
Look, I tell you what, I know we uh, we joke oh, about our parents, but I, I uh uh-uh. no, 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 yeah, no, it would be uh, gone. The, the things, the you things I know Th- about you the think demons. Thanos is nasty with that snap? Hmm. My mom <laughs> going after somebody that hurt one of her children. Oh God. Oh. Yeah, I yeah. If I know JPD, she would have gone total uh, Liam Neeson and taken, and absolutely. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think she actually would have made the phone call. She would have gotten on the phone and be like. I have a special set of skills mm-hmm. and Still then said some shit like JPD bitch and then hung up and then yeah. going on a murdering spree. Still would have had me which, at the city, I... still, still would have had me at the city pool karate and basketball practice on time for each one. <laughs> yes. all, all three. Yeah. Got a multitask. <laughs> That's right. Be right back. Taking out the archdiocese. <laughs> but I think the thing is, I think, I think the reason why we over romanticize the past because it was a simpler time. Um, the, it, there wasn't distractions on the internet. We didn't know everything that was going on all the time at every moment. And also, I think we were a very passive society, especially in the 80s and 90s. You have to, like, the 80s economically was a boom for a lot of people, even minorities. And mm-hmm. so when that was mm-hmm. happening, James? people were, I think people were just content and so there wasn't, I mean, there were protests, of course, but never certainly to the extent that we see now. And I think people care politically, but never to the extent that we see now. And I think and we people just Russia's recall thing. the day we did, uh, especially our government. They absolutely disliked Russians. That was way back in the day. Remember those? But I think, I think, yeah, people just remember it being just, I think we over the past because it was just simpler. Because we people did, just think. We didn't have a responsibility. Yes. Wait, there you go. I rode my bike to the baseball card shop, Grand Slam Sports on Main Street. Oh, baseball card shops. We'd go check the auction board. I'd throw a card up there or two, possibly. See if they had any antivance likes in. <sighs> okay, then uh, nothing. All right, let's go drive by. Uh, let's go ride our bikes by video gallery. There's a little hill in back. We could ramp it on the bikes. Then go play tennis. That was it. I remember whenever we got good at tennis. And it was just a bunch of idiots that played other sports, just playing tennis all the mm-hmm. time. And we were in high school, and my friend had a sound system. We'd just listen to really loud music and play tennis. And I just feel really bad for those regular tennis folks that would show up in the super aggressive 16-year-olds are uh, cussing, playing really loud music. And breaking playing, rackets. Playing tennis. Like, why did we need to invade their world? Yeah. Wearing cut-off T-shirts and stuff. You are not a country club type. No, mm. no. And, there, yeah, there's plenty of real tennis people down there. Oh, it's, I feel I'm, – I'm embarrassed. Remember, no. my car window got smashed. We were playing tennis late one night. And, uh, As it, it tends to do. But there was an O'Fallon mm-hmm. next to the tennis courts in the park. It's a horseshoe pit. And there's a horseshoe tournament going on, and the horseshoe, the horseshoe folk were drinking their bush, having a little fun, and, uh, like, yelling while we were, you know, in the middle of points. And one of my friends yelled something back at one point because he screwed up a shot because they were yelling while he was doing that. Mm. And uh, we go back over to our cars when we were done. They had already left, and I got a smashed windshield, and another friend has a – we measured it with a horseshoe just dents in the hood. Up the wow. Hood. Yeah. And then I crashed that car into a pole in the park afterwards because I couldn't see out of the windshield as I was trying to get it home. And a cop happened to be driving by at that time, 
wondering what the hell I was doing. And I'm like, well, because he goes, you must have been going awfully damn fast to break that windshield. And I'm like, you're never going to believe it. Next thing I know, I'm handcuffed in the back of a cop car for getting my windshield broken and terrible. I'm having flashbacks. I, I, and then my insurance dropped me because they said they were going to pay for that pole, and that fucking pole is still in that park to this day. Let's calm Gardner down with a live read for gateway powder coating. We'll get Tommy situated. He uh, showed up right on time at 8.13. Uh, gateway powder coating, fast, durable, affordable. Your favorite powder coating company in the Midwest. Why? Because they support us at We Are Live. Great people. Mark and the gang, I shared a photo yesterday. They just redid uh, an old seat from Bush Stadium. If it's metal and can be painted, it can be powder coated. Be sure to check them out online, gatewaypowdercoat.com, for more information. They've been with us for a few years now, so you guys got to support them. Take your, uh, your items that need powder coated over their way. Joining us in studio, Tommy, the intern. He's here. It's an anniversary of all kinds, uh, it's a big day for you, sir. Yeah, it is. Hello, good morning. I do want to set something straight. You just said I got here on time at eight thirteen. Mm-hmm. Uh, like I got here late or something. Like no, I didn't know when you were. Co- I thought you were I on for nine o'clock. Hour. I was supposed to be here at nine, but I left my house. Well, I can't stand watching you um, melt into the couch anymore. So just join <laughs> us over here. What do you mean melt into the couch? Well, you you have a way of sitting where you look like you want to be part of Thirteen Reasons Why. Like it's, it's one of these, that like you're in pain when you sit there. You're so bored at this conversation that we're having. I can't that hear it's distracting, <laughs> That it's distracting. <laughs> so I welcome, Tommy. Good to it. see you. I was playing Pokemon. I was fine. How'd it go? I, there, there are a couple things. No, we're not doing that shit today. Don't you two <laughs> start going back and forth with what's going on in Tommy's fucking life because no one gives a good goddamn sense what goes on in oh Tommy's boy. fucking life. You and two that's are... why I'm so Nope, you're sad. muted. Uh-huh. You know, yeah. here's what we're no. fucking doing today. Shut the fuck up. Oh, man. No, here's what we're fucking doing. Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> Only love. Only love today. Clip no that. one gives a fuck what's going on in your life either, Travis. Face off. So Face we fake off. it every time when we ask you what's going on in New York. We really don't give a shit. <laughs> I, I could, do you know how many times you asked me about all things comedy? Zero, motherfucker. This is it, Travis. All right, we're starting over. Only love today. That's right, you dumb bitch. Tommy? <laughs> hey, oh, no. No, no mute, Tommy? Him. mute him. Mute Tommy? him. Mute him. Travis, look what you've created. Travis, look what you've created. You created this atmosphere, and now I'm trying to manage it, and it's gotten out of control. My blood pressure's been so low the last few days, and there you go. Back to Tommy. Back to Granite City. Send him back. Send Send him back. back. Oh. Let me tell you something. There was a large Granite City contingent at Helium last night at the, uh, yeah, at the finals. Yeah. And let me tell you something. Make fun of Farmington fucking Missouri all you want. Granite City, they are... Real, they are something. Way they to go, Ronaldo. Let me, let me tell you something. That Again, I'm from a rural area an hour south of St. Louis. We look down upon Granite City, sir. Here, I, I don't I? care. That is Those those folks are, I'm sure they're very nice. No. Okay. That is. Can I tell a quick Granite story? I don't even story? know how to call how it. It's not even it? blue it's collar. It's really quick. I went to go schedule classes yesterday, right? Uh, and uh, the line was too long, so I didn't do it because uh, I'm lazy. And... <laughs> I go in there and I, I'm like leaving and I have to go to the bathroom, right? And they got, it's like a, it's a community college. So anybody can sign up for classes, uh, no matter your mental state, whatever. So I walk into the bathroom uh, and it's, <laughs> as soon as I walk in, 
What are you? Okay. It's, uh, as soon as I walk in, I see a man sitting on the sink, completely naked. <laughs> and he just goes, oh, it's hot outside, dog. And I go, oh, all right. And then he starts getting dressed. And, he, what? and I still have to pee. So I go pee while this dude's getting dressed behind me. Probably not the first time that'll happen. But uh, Is this a locker room or a bathroom? It's a bathroom. Why was He's he sitting naked, on the public dude? sink. It's a hot dog. Oh. It was National Hot Dog Day. I was, was going to say. Uh, was it really? Yeah. I, I mean, that's what he said. He the Wienermobile like, was available for Airbnb. Dog. How is. So I just I walked in, I saw a naked dude, and then I went home. Huh. I wish that could shock now, me. Are we Granite mad at, City. Is that Granite City or is that Junior College? That's It's probably a mix. Okay, yeah. So we don't have it's to It's a Junior College in Granite City. Was he of mental... Would he pass a... Probably not. Okay, all right. So He was, he was sitting was, on a sink naked at 2 in the afternoon. Well, that's a, that's a <laughs> thing Travis does. It, it is yeah. hot. Yeah, but uh, probably in his own apartment. Oh, no, he did or it right, Bode- right back there. Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> but no, uh, I know why... Granite City people were at the helium competition last night, and I want to wish my friend Ronaldo congratulations on making it to the eighth. It was his twenty-first birthday last night. Oh, which is uh, yeah. There was a kid in the finals. It was his twenty-first birthday, and uh, I was thinking, boy, I spent my twenty-first birthday. He's much been, different. He's <laughs> been one of my best friends since third grade, and he's already funnier than me. So yeah, uh, <laughs> Travis, right. what'd you do for your twenty-first? Uh, that year, the final four was in St. Louis. Um, that was the year when Illinois was in it. North Carolina won the championship, I believe, that year. And so we went to that. We did to the final four festivities. And then um, I finally made my first official trip to East St. Louis, where we did a round oh. of strip clubs. And uh, it was quite delightful. It was my first time to the Pink Slip. Mm. Um, rest in I've peace, Pink Slip. That's a clever name. Mm. Um, and uh, it was uh, prior to that, I had been to strip clubs, but I had been to Caucasian strip clubs. You've been to Pink Slip, and then, uh, but I hadn't been to the Pink Slip. And for those who are not familiar with East St. Louis or the Pink Slip, it is easily the raunchiest, most semi-illegal strip club in all of the Midwest. And was, so, um, yeah, it was certainly, and especially I, I back in that day. I was there one time. I've never. It is an. Ex- it is. It depends on which one you go to and the types of experiences that you're going to have. Uh, I think, considering the ones that I've gone through across this country, Atlanta, of say, course, say is great country. Whenever you say that, say country. across this great country of yeah. ours. Yeah, I think I think you would have to say probably Atlanta, Miami are probably one too when it comes to the strip club scene. But East St. Louis, I feel like would fall into a lot of people's top five because every time I'm over in East St. Louis, I'm at one of those clubs. I always see an NFL or NBA player in there, and that's pretty impressive for East St. Louis in the middle of a summer to have random celebrities at your strip club. So salute to the Pink Slip and my 21st birthday. That was quite the experience. Been been long enough now. Uh, I don't mind doing it, talking about it. I, I don't like diamond people out. Uh-oh. And I don't. And I forgot why. It was me and a buddy, and it was a super random Wednesday night because there was Thursday night football here the next day. I don't even remember Uh-oh. exactly why. We literally like popped in. We were like, ah, screw it. We'll get a drink. The place is open. Who cares? Uh, and 
definitely saw Michael Irvin and talked to him at a at a gentleman's club. Yeah, eight Michael years, Irvin's who years. I had in mind too. Yeah. Yeah. Same. <laughs> Michael yeah. Irvin, I don't know how <laughs> he ends Irvin. up in Missouri. He's a famous football player. He was here to Hall of Fame wide receiver for the Dallas Cowboys and I believe he was there maybe for an event for either Marshall Falk or for the Rams or Thursday Whatever night was football. going on when the Rams were in St. Louis. Mm-hmm. No, they played. He was and, commentating, um, commentating for NFL Network, I believe. And he also, when he played for the Cowboys, Tommy, he was um, very active off the field. He had a reputation for uh, being a bit of a partier, just to say the least. He he mm. he delved into lots of things while he was playing the game of football. He had several yeah. vices, so he's yeah. yeah. So he had a he had a history of um, being a wild boy. Let's just say that. And to nice. see him at a strip club in East St. Louis at any point in his career, whether it was yeah. playing football or as a broadcaster, it was kind of a given. Well, he was a cowboy. Yeah. And you know their owner. On a yeah. steel horse he rode. Is that a song lyric? Oh God. Because he's wanted. Don't don't encourage him, please. Keep going. Dead. Well, now that Tommy's here, okay. I think we can definitely talk about this story now. Um, because when you look at Tommy, this drug comes to mind. Oh, are you and... talking about meth gators? Yeah. <laughs> We're talking about meth gators. <laughs> so you're telling me. You know why I immediately knew that's what you were going to talk about? Because people have been telling me I look like I do meth since I was in third grade. Mm. There you go. That wheelchair would have went so fast. <laughs> it did. <laughs> look, Wait, why I would don't... the wheelchair go fast if Tommy's on drugs? Because he... <laughs> oh my uh... God. You know how wheelchairs work? Oh, you're thinking I don't electric. know how meth works. I just got to look at what it's like to be Denman's girlfriend. So oh. You think that's how people have sex, Tommy? <laughs> Tommy. <laughs> Tommy, now you show us how you have sex. Give me, it's mostly yeah, shoulders. Us, Give me your arms. It's mostly shoulders. <laughs> it's mostly shoulders? What do you mean? How does How's that work? <laughs> I, I, I just like, love that what Tommy, you, what you... Tommy thinks I enter the room and I go, oh, come here. Come here. Come here. Tommy sounds like Steve Carell, a forty-year-old version. What do you mean by shoulders? Have you <laughs> have you had sex with a girl before? I, I thought it would be. A more... I do fine. I do fine. Where's the Derek Dockett gift? Here, you I, here you go, right here. <laughs> I gotta go. I on. thought it the first time. I thought it was like kind of like leapfrog, and I, I like gotten. Okay. That idiot. All right. Uh, JC Sabala <laughs> in the comments. Huge uh, shout out to JC. He did. Uh, he got second last night at uh, St. Louis Funniest at Helium. What? What? What is he? What is he putting in his mouth? Uh, uh, JC Matt. crushed. He easily could have won last night. He got second place. But he says, whenever I think of Tom in a wheelchair, I think of Mac and me. Mm. What's Mac and me? Do I need to Google? It's. Yep. Um, we ha- you have to find the clip. Look up Paul Rudd, Conan O'Brien, Mac and me. Yeah, that's pretty good. Paul Rudd. Conan. You know when uh, you know whenever Paul Rudd goes on Conan O'Brien and they show the clip of the kid ah, going yeah. down the side of the mountain. Mm-hmm. There you go. So that's what JC thinks of you. So meth gators. So other, the other day, whenever the gator was loose in South City, everybody here was a gator apologist. Everybody was, oh, save them, give them to a sanctuary. I'm over here trying to put an axe in the middle of its head to save the world, and then now they're hooked on meth. Look what you've done. 
Here's a. Uh, you guys want the story from Alabama.com? That's Let's hear. Not real. <laughs> it's that a real. That's not a. That's a. Not a trusted that's source. A actual... Oh yeah, it's like it's the papers website. Mm. Whatever. I the meant the agar- aggregators. All right, so here we go. Meth gators. Alabama.com. That's yeah. awesome. Uh, this is from uh, <laughs> Alabama.com. Alabama.com. Tennessee police arrested a man after he allegedly tried to flush a dozen grams of drugs down his toilet. Something police jokingly said could create meth gators oh, in no. Alabama. Jokingly. Oh, oh, no. Officers with the Loretto Police Department in Tennessee arrested a suspect drug dealer, suspected drug dealer, who was found attempting to flush grams methamphetamine down the toilet on Saturday, according to a post on the department's Facebook page. Once police entered Perry's home, officers found him trying to flush the meth and several times of paraphernalia down his toilet. Andy Perry was arrested after police found 12 grams of meth 24 fluid ounces of liquid meth. Is that a lot? I don't, I don't know. know. Is he frozen? And several paraphernalia items inside the house. He was charged with drug possession, with intent for resale, possession of drug paraphernalia, and tampering with the evidence. Uh, on the Facebook page, a statement from the police. This, folks, please don't flush your drugs, okay? When you send something down the sewer pipe, it ends up in our retention ponds for processing before it is sent downstream. Now our sewer guys take great pride in releasing water that is cleaner than what is in the creek, but they are not prepared for meth. Ducks, geese, and other fowl frequent our treatment ponds, and we shudder to think what one all hyped up on meth would do. Furthermore, if it made it far enough, we could create the meth gators in Shell Creek and Tennessee River down in North Alabama. They've had enough <laughs> methed up animals the past few weeks without our help. I don't know if that's... Okay. So this is made on a Facebook post of a lot. These law enforcement Facebook pages, they, they think they get a little too cute at times. They really enjoy this. Yeah, considering what their secret groups do. <laughs> so basically they did this to uh, try and be silly, but now the <laughs> thought of meth gators haunts my dreams. Yeah, and then someone said they should make this into a movie. It's mm. called Crawl. It just came out. And so I uh, added Anthony C. Ferrante. In a Twitter post, which he liked, because mm-hmm. he was the creator, not the creator, but the director of uh, the Sharknado franchise. Of mm. course. Uh, I, yeah. I, I, never mind. Great input. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> big thanks to uh, Tommy Bannister of Circa Properties. <laughs> He's here in St. Louis. He's here to help you buy or sell your home. That's right. Tommy Bannister. Be sure to drop him a line today. Big thanks to Tommy for supporting we are live. What do you got there, Tommy? Not never mind. No, I want to. Here's why uh, I was upset about I know, the meth gator story. I want story. to apologize to Tommy. Can I? Oh, go ahead. Here's why I was upset about the meth gator story. I was sitting with my dad last night, and he almost exclusively watches Fox News. And Fox News spent about a good 20 minutes on this meth gator story. And they turned it into a whole bunch of jokes, and none of them were good. Yeah. And that's why I just immediately get turned off when somebody says meth gators. Well, you just mm. gotta stop watching Fox yeah. News. Well, I wasn't doing it. I, I put in my head. You should why submit. Would you you could be a writer. I daddy could. Watching? I could be a better writer than fucking Greg Gutfeld. <laughs> wow. Do you want to do, could you, I know we're coming up to the top of the hour, so we're going to take our break, so I don't want to go to a deep dive, but could you, any of you, write for a conservative comedy no. brand? No. Sure. I yeah, couldn't. Yeah, you could too, Travis. Absolutely. I mean, I could, but I wouldn't. No way. Well, I guess I mean, yeah. I guess yeah, I take a anybody absolutely. could, but even. like I don't know if I take the credit. I'll take the check. Don't give me the credit. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, what just were what you? you'd have an alias. Yeah, but what? But name. when you say, are we saying conservative? Yeah. As in, like, like Frank could you, opinion? Could you write for 
<laughs> could you? Ooh, I could never write for no. I could yeah, just, no. Like, could you I mean, write for Fox? But Fox thing. News isn't even like conservative. That's uh, that's insanity, right? Well, you, you just wouldn't have any. Did you guys fun see the video you... of the lady? Hold on, I'm talking. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. Welcome back. Jesus Christ. <laughs> I'm... I, I'm preaching Travis, love. Travis is about back to, to be apologize. Mean. Yeah, yeah, I mean, come on. Don't make us rethink this. Uh, I <laughs> Gardner called me this morning. I was like, I want you to eat cereal with salsa. Yeah, we'll get to that next oh, week. Oh, God. Um, <laughs> anyway, what was that? I don't know now. What were you saying? Mosslander? Uh, I was, was going to say, hey, what were you going to apologize for me? Good to have Give the wrench in the smoke. No, Gardner... <laughs> Gardner was right. Um, I do want to show love. I love Tommy, and I am sorry for getting angry at you. Wait, I just missed you, and I just took it out the wrong way. And I think you're a phenomenal comedian, and I don't want you to ever feel bad for yourself just because you didn't play, so your friend moved on in a different competition. You, Tommy, are a hard worker, and I am proud of you, and I think I you should keep up the great work. No, I know you didn't enter that competition. I'm just saying that you definitely shouldn't be upset because you didn't even compete. So to say that your friend is all of a sudden funnier than you just because he moved up in a competition, you shouldn't see yourself in that manner. Uh, you are a funny comedian, Tommy, and I and I love you. You are right. Uh, speaking of that, my uh, semi-final round at the Funny Mode is actually next Monday. Mm. Uh, so if you want to see this funny comedian in action, make it to the finals at the Funny Mode. Uh-huh. Come next Monday. Uh, check that out. Because like Travis said, I am a hard worker and I'm very funny. Uh, you gotta go and I on. got free passes if you want them, so uh, hit me up. Hmm. And and good news to all you stand-up comedians out there. And I went to my very first Writers Guild Association meeting. I went to the WGA East. Uh, there was an event for animators and children's media writers. Did you like set and up the chairs? The, uh, no, I was uh, amongst my peers, people who work on things like the Colbert uh, Show. Uh, folks who work for SNL were in the room. I was amongst my peers, of course. Mm. And uh, the people who were in the, the room, the people who had... I was going to say that the people who were running the program and who was running the meeting last night uh, were stand-up comedians or were previously stand-up comedians. So one thing I have noticed that is a theme, especially in children's media and a lot of writing in general, that people have extensive stand-up comedy backgrounds so keep up the good work stand-up comedians because that is you get into a writer's room so make sure you guys are writing and tommy i'm going to sit down with you here uh, after the show and talk about a new project because i want you to start submitting your screenplays as well because i believe again you are as your mentor i'm sure you get to the top I can't tell if he's serious or not about yeah, that. Yeah, be careful. I don't know how you can sit down with me. This is how you end up getting miles away. This is how you end up getting signed up to do his laundry three times. <laughs> yeah, <a month>. yeah. <laughs> it's kind of like taking this internship. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Ooh, from way downtown, bang. Yeah. No, so next week I'd like Tommy to uh, oh, sample yeah. Matt Carpenter's cereal. Did you hear about that? Uh, you texted me that. Yeah. Oh yeah, I forgot but, I texted but you. But on the on the package on the front of the box it says try it with milk or salsa. So I would literally that like is... Tommy to eat the cereal with the Matt Carpenter salsa in it. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's so fucking gross. Yeah, you, I know. We tasted I mean, the yeah, salsa. Tommy, do it. The salsa. Was I mean, yeah, do dick. it, Tommy. That's it. Was, was it? I haven't had salsa it. Salsa was. Shh, don't tell him. 
great. <laughs> it was fantastic. I, uh, no, we'll do that. We'll film it. We'll cut it up. We'll, uh, yeah. we'll make sure the Cardinals are tagged in it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we'll, uh, we'll take a break. It's and We we'll Are Live. Matt that Carpenter ends the, do a deeper hole. Yeah, exactly. That ends the first hour. We're live at Midcoast Studio. Be sure to check out midcoast.media for more information on what we do here in Grand Center. We'll take a quick break. We'll be back on the other side. Time of the internal. Stick around. Our friend Tom Brown stopping by to do some promotion as well.